And what I love about Foby is it has a hardware and software component to it that can you know, enable digital receipt capabilities, automated marketing, personalization, targeting and activation. And of course, in real time, um, you know, not to mention with the ability to understand every transaction that goes through each till, we can start to measure attribution and ROI in various marketing programs. There's still a lot of retailers today that, that don't use modern POS systems, which make POS integrations very difficult. Um, so the Foby device can connect to antiquated systems and provide the same capabilities as if they had more modern systems. You know, not only can we help retailers directly, but we can certainly help other vendors that are working with retailers by leveraging our technology. How will your addition to our team strengthen our relationship with Nielsen IQ, do you find? You're listening to the Foby Insider Podcast. Join us for exclusive interviews, behind-the-scenes updates, and all things Foby. Coming at you from the Foby head office in Vancouver, I'm your host, Dev. Welcome back to the Foby Experience Podcast. Our guest today is Richard Lee, Foby's Senior Vice President of Strategy and Corporate Development. So Richard, have you been adjusting well to our fast-paced environment here at Foby? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I, I've actually adjusted quite well. It's my first week, uh, but to be honest, uh, you know, working in a fast-paced environment is something that I've been accustomed to because in my previous role at Nielsen IQ, I had the privilege of working with um, you know, a lot of early-stage and growth-stage companies. And so, although I come from a business that's obviously well-established and have been around for 70-plus years, um, I've been working in this environment for, for quite some time now. So, the transition has actually been quite... Uh, quite seamless so far. That's great to hear. Um, Now, Richard, you've joined Phoebe from one of our partners, Nielsen IQ. Um, I want to talk more about that in a bit, but first tell me about your past work uh, experience. For example, your experience at um, Cadbury Adams and Kraft and kind of how that um, working at those companies got you to where you were at Nielsen. Sure thing. Um, it seems so long ago, but uh, definitely one of my most fondest memories uh, was working at Cadbury and Kraft. And I was, I was there during a time when there was actually a lot of changes in, in reorganization happening. And for those listeners that come from you know the CPG industry and more specifically beverage and, and the confectionery industry, will recall that Cadbury had two divisions. Um, one was uh, the Schweppes, um, the beverage uh, division, and the other was the confectionery business and uh, the beverage business was spun off um, and then Kraft shortly after acquired Cadbury and in that time I played some some very key roles and in these deals where I worked closely with advisors and preparing comprehensive tax analysis tax planning and of course the execution on these uh, very complex transactions and although my my role was was you know very tax focused it was, certainly was a great experience and working on uh, you know this very uh, complicated deal um, and then as far as um, joining Nielsen IQ um, well quite candidly I didn't know a whole lot about Nielsen uh, at that time but what I did know was after you know all the changes that I went through with Cadbury and Kraft it was certainly time um, for a change for me and, and luckily uh, my managers who I work with for a number of years just happened to leave Kraft to join Nielsen and it was um, them that had uh, recruited me over. So, um, you know, I was told at that time, you know, the people and the culture at Nielsen had a you know, very positive vibe. And it was uh, an organization that had a lot to offer in terms of, you know, various project work and, and maybe just maybe an opportunity to work in other areas outside of tax. And so, you know, 
very happy that uh, that I made the move at that time. And you you said something very interesting there um, because when you started at Nielsen, you started in corporate tax, and you actually quickly moved into more of a leadership role in financial planning and analysis for the Canadian organization, and then actually moved into business development. So my question for you is, um, moving from that corporate tax structure to more of the business development, was that exciting for you? What were kind of the key drivers behind that? Well, my finance role, um, so leaving tax, I, was, I had the opportunity to, to move into a financial planning analysis role, um, which was at the time something that I wasn't sure I wanted to do, but uh, you know, with the, with the right opportunity and, and just the timing and everything, it was um, something that I you know, obviously ended up making a decision on to do, um, which obviously was a little bit different from corporate tax, but, um, you know, happy I made the move. And then uh, while I was in that sort of financial planning role, I had the opportunity to work on various business development activities. Um, But my manager at that time felt that it was perhaps a good opportunity to have a full-time role uh, focusing exclusively around partnerships and acquisitions, divestitures, and, you know, other ad hoc projects. Um, and in order it to be, you know, for me to be effective in, in that role, um, you kind of have to do that full time versus doing it, you know, on, on a part time basis. So, um, so that role was was a new role, it was a full time role and uh, something that I, I enjoyed doing as part of finance, but then, you know, as I moved into a, a full time role, um, you know, we think there was a there was a lot of benefit from it. And it allowed me to to do a lot more in terms of you know entering into deals, uh, and then of course with partners and obviously um, through partnerships you know it made some really strong relationships um, and of course you know ended up meeting with Rob and and you know here we are today uh, with a partnership with Nielsen IQ. And we're so excited to have you here. So. It's I see that transition as you talk about you moving from craft to Nielsen IQ and tax and then transitioning to more business development. And now your newest transition from um, Nielsen to Foby. Um, how will your addition to our team strengthen our relationship with Nielsen IQ, do you find? Yes, as far as um, strengthening the relationship, I mean, anytime you enter into a partnership, uh, for me personally, uh, forging relationship Forging relationships where it's you know built on trust is is so important. Um, so I obviously have that already established after being with Nielsen IQ for ten years, um, which is now a big plus for us here at Phoebe. Um, and just you know uh, to be able to then work now directly with Nielsen IQ on some of these initiatives, you know, without having to learn, without having to you know start from from scratch. Um, quite frankly. We can go immediately into you know meetings with with prospective clients. Um, you know, I obviously understand I understand Nielsen very well, um, and now that I know a lot more about you know what Phoebe can offer, it just it just makes the go to market and you know um, accelerating on some of the 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 opportunities that much quicker. Um, we look at companies such as Nielsen. They're really big consolidators and provide trends and insights back to brands and companies. But the key piece that they're really missing is real-time data. And at FOBO, we always talk about real-time data as being our core piece of something that we provide over everything, whether it be connection, insight, and engagement. 
So for our listeners, how do these types of businesses operate, first of all, just so they can understand a little bit more about IRI and Nielsen and these larger companies? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk um, sort of at a high level. Um, it's, it's no secret that these companies are leveraging data to provide market and consumer insights to help brands and marketers make critical decisions about their businesses. Um, these companies are you know, third-party, unbiased companies wanting to help really the CPG ecosystem. So, you know, there's, there's not one particular client or company or retailer. They, they work across the board and, and that's the position that they've, you know, put themselves in the marketplace so that they can, you know, really help, um, you know, various retailers and, and CPG manufacturers. Um, you know, they source the data in a number of ways, um, but it is anonymized and, and no PI is ever used. And they basically take that data that they're sourcing it and, and, licensing that to the brand manufacturers. So it's a, it's a very simple concept, uh, but there's a lot of expectations from clients to get the most out of the information that they're subscribing to. And who would their customers be? So we look at everyone wants data these days, but these are obviously large companies with a lot of consolidated data. Are they looking at their customers being other large retailers or do small businesses also benefit from their services as well? Yeah, I would say it's across the board. Um, you're obviously helping some of the, the, the bigger CPG manufacturers um, because they have obviously the, the, the bigger budgets. Uh, but it's also helping the, the smaller, medium business enterprises, the, the, the companies that are you know, a bit more niche um, because they want to go toe-to-toe with some of the bigger guys. So um, everyone is looking for data. Everyone's starved for data. And it's not just data in itself, but obviously the right kind of information and and you know, um, you know, a lot of these companies um, have the right infrastructure, the technology to, to work with you know, large, small, and medium enterprises. So as the world moves towards more an automated data approach and these companies and their customers start building their own data infrastructures, what does the future look like for these larger companies? I think the future is honestly, is, is still very bright. Um, a lot of these companies are starting to involve themselves by leveraging technology and finding new ways to capture data. Um, however, these companies are not necessarily always wanting to build everything themselves. And oftentimes they're, they're partnering or acquiring companies to help them keep relevant um, or maintain some sort of competitive advantage. And this is where I think, you know, Phoebe can really help um, and, and be a game changer for a lot of these companies, um, especially those that are willing to partner um, and or collaborate with versus, you know, trying to build stuff uh, on their own. And how specifically do you see Phoebe helping them with this um, future that they're moving towards? Now, that's a great question. I mean, what I love about Phoebe is it has a hardware and software component to it that can, you know, enable digital receipt capabilities, automated marketing, personalization, targeting and activation and of course, in real time, um, you know, not to mention with the ability to understand every transaction that goes through each till, we can start to measure attribution and ROI in various marketing programs. Um, and, and the hardware component is, is, is very important because there's still a lot of retailers today that, that don't use modern POS systems, which make POS integrations very difficult. Um, so the Phobie device can connect to antiquated systems and provide the same capabilities as if they had more modern systems. So, um, you know, not only can we help retailers directly, but we can certainly help other vendors 
that are working with retailers by leveraging our technology. Um, you know, I think our technology represents an end-to-end solution capability. Um, and so whatever the case may be, whatever the needs that, you know, some of these companies might have, we can play a role to help fill gaps um, across, you know, across, you know, various uh, processes within their, within their uh, product and solutions. And as SVP of strategy and corporate development, I know you've just joined the team for a week now. Kind of what is your initial focus with the product or with the company moving forward? My initial focus will be to start, you know, learning the business in a more intimate way where I can have a deeper understanding of the product or solutions and how we operate, you know, the business strategies. And then from there, to help Rob and the management team to develop a, a, a corporate strategy where we can be more focused, where I can help prioritize, you know, ensure where we're you know, allocating the right resources. And last but certainly not least, to provide support on the M&A and partnership front. So it's, you know, obviously going to be a very, very busy year and uh, really excited to, to get going here. So Richard, what are the key pieces that got you excited about Phoebe? Um, before you joined the team and then now that you've joined the team and got to see a little bit more under, under the hood and the things that we're working on. What got me excited about Foby is, first and foremost, the, the company is leveraging technology. And where we're not just you know data, insights, and or analytics company. Um, secondly, it's industry agnostic. Uh, every brick and mortar retailer that have large chains or franchisees can certainly benefit from the technology because every retailer can utilize you know, our digital capabilities and everything I mentioned earlier about personalization, targeting and activation and using a wallet pass platform where, you know, from a shopper perspective, it makes the whole shopping experience very seamless. Every retailer in every industry has that same objective. And to me, that's, that's certainly exciting. Um, you know, what I've seen so far, what's been impressive to me is just the, the amount of um, engagement that that's going on right now. A lot of the projects that that we're having uh, with various you know pilots uh, across you know various regions, and um, you know for me it's uh, about trying to get up to speed quickly and 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 really learning in terms of where we are in those stages, so I can you know quickly help uh, to contribute um, you know from based on my experience and my learning and really starting to see some of the the project work and, and the pilots really convert to long-term contracts. So uh, that's, you know, obviously something that we're working towards and, and really excited about. And I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule today. Um, as you said, there's lots of planning and lots of strategy going into what you're doing and especially moving the Phoebe team forward. Um, I'm personally excited to have you join the team and I'm sure our listeners will get to hear again from you very soon on the podcast um, in another episode. So again, thank you for joining me today, Richard. Thanks for having me.